It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz, the live edition here on the 19th of March. Let's hang out together. Let's spend some time together. What is it you miss? What is it you wish was still going on? We'll talk about all those things. Fun to see the game on television last night for a little while. We'll talk about all those things. Coming up, time to be together on Locked On Jazz. Pow. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully making it way better to be a Jazz fan each and every day. Thanks so much for tuning in, whether you're coming into us live on Locked on, live on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube, whether you're coming to us live on Periscope, or whether you're coming to us live on Instagram, uh, DLock09. Thanks so much for stopping by. Uh, I got to admit, it's a tough time. We all are going through it, so let's just try to spend some time together. Uh, Chat rooms are open for you. We'll try to share a little bit. It was nice to see that Jazz Blazer game on Root Sports last night for a little while. Uh, For those of you who watched that, uh, we will be doing uh, more of those coming up. The Lockdown Podcast Network are going to have basketball night across the podcast network. Watch old games together. Do listening parties uh, together as well. So we have that coming up for you uh, today so, or throughout the coming up. So that'll be next week will be our first one of those. We'll also have the jazz shows coming up locally. So both locally and nationally trying to get some basketball uh, for you. It's funny, as I was starting the show, I don't mean to be melancholy, but I was starting the show kind of thinking to myself, like, what are the things I miss? I miss George Niang. Like, that was actually one of the first things that came to mind. I miss walking into the building uh, and having George Niang be like, David Locke! Because he always says my full name. And it's these little rituals that I think we all get used to in a season. I'm sure you guys all miss just getting ready for game day and the anticipation of, of being there. Uh, along the way, I think that uh, I, I miss uh, real conversations with Joe Ingles. Frankly, we're at a point where we hold some real conversations at times about what's going on with life and his kids. And, uh, I, you know, I think what he's uh, dealing with, with, with having one kid who's functioning normally, another kid who's autistic and on the spectrum and, and that challenge that they have is a lot of conversations we've had about that. I miss I miss just kind of checking in on that. I miss I miss seeing everybody every day. I miss walking into the practice facility for at nine forty for a ten o'clock shoot around, knowing hoping that in that twenty minutes there'll be some little conversation or interaction with one of the guys or one of the coaches. I miss Jeff Watkinson walking by and saying, "How's everybody doing?" And I miss you know all those various aspects of things. That it's the life we were living that we have as part of this community. I miss uh, I'm sure you miss them from your angle. Uh, as a fan, we all have our different worlds and it's all a little different. So these Thursday shows, we're going to keep coming to you live uh, and, and being here for you. We'll try to do it each and every Thursday, uh, probably kind of as the wrap up of the week. I'm not sure there'll be a lot of Friday editions until we get this thing rectified. Adam Silver was on with Rachel Nichols last night. Doesn't sound like anytime soon. And if you read the newspapers, it seems like even less of anytime soon. So you know, we're going to be doing this for a while. We'll be together. We'll try to, uh, there, there's no reason we still can't talk jazz basketball. There's no reason we still can't uh, be engaged with all of this and uh, wonder about our team and and be can, and, and ask questions about it and do all that. So 
Uh, I look forward to opening up the questions. I want to get the chat room rolling tonight. We can talk about all sorts of, or today, talk about all sorts of different things. Um, I hope you, uh, so if you have something you want to share that you miss, we can talk about that a little bit. I don't mean it to be a melancholy theme, but I think that there's something really real to that. Um, and I, uh, I hope you enjoyed Bowler. Uh, any thanks to at Buckle Up Bowler would be greatly appreciated. Thurl Bailey and I are going to chat for next week's shows uh, and have that for you. Just try to keep us all uh, a little bit. Uh, let me, uh, if you're wondering, like, what am I up to? Uh, just I'm not quarantined by definition, but we're definitely doing that. Um, you know, I think trying to stay space away from the kids the best ability and away from the wife. And I haven't been out uh at the house much at all um so i might get myself back in shape uh i've been you know i I, i'm calling it two workouts a day it's really actually just two 30 minute workouts which are probably the same as anybody who actually works out just does you know one one hour workout but it sounds so much more impressive if i say two hour two workouts a day um i don't think it's nearly that impressive but uh doing some of that uh i do fluctuate weight wise about 13 to 15 pounds from during the season to to off season. And so I, um, I actually kind of had been joking a little bit that I think that, you know, maybe I can get to my off season weight during what might be in season. Other than that, a few board games, little Quirkle, little Azul, um, haven't started binge watching much of everything. I'm just not a big TV viewer. So I'm going to have to change that. Um, and been working on the lockdown podcast network. We're keeping rolling with content. We think it's really important to be there for you. Uh, and to have content for you and to and to open up the and have that connection. So that's kind of where we are. Um, there are a few things on the network I want to share with you that a bunch of our sponsors are actually still uh, out and about and doing things um, locally. I mentioned it yesterday. Hyundai's got the Hyundai Sure program going. So I want to make sure you know about that. If you actually need a car, I mean, the, you know, automobile automotive is classified as. Um, essential, right? I mean, you've got to be able to get around and if you need a car, you need things, you need service department, they need to, they need to be there for you. Um, so those things, um, are certainly vital, um, uh, for, for everything. So they're doing that. Uh, the store is open trying to get stocked. I was actually talking to Sarah over at Sunfrint Solutions. I'll tell you more about what they're doing, but they're actually still there and helping companies that need to market during this time. And, and I'll have a little bit more of that for you today uh, on the program. Nationally, Calm is available. If you're feeling that kind of anxiety and that angst, uh, I've shared that I've been doing a lot of that. I don't, um, I was doing it before all this, but that's available. Calm.com slash locked on NBA. I think it is 40% off. Postmates has a deal for you. If, if that's, um, if that helps you out a little bit, we have that going on. Uh, and then what else? Um, well, Blinkist is a sponsor, and we had another um, sponsor that I thought was a, um, hmm. All right, I'll try to remember. Uh, I didn't have that pre-scripted. I'm just trying to think of things we can do to help you out a little bit um, as all of this uh, is going on. So uh, anyway, uh, have that for you. Adam Silver was on yesterday, as I mentioned with Rachel Nichols. I'd say that's the news item of the day, uh, the kind of the things that, he had to say were that there were a, a bunch of scenarios by which to start the season. Um, I, I would tell you, I, I think that the he talked about three things, you know, regular start of the season. He talked about getting, um, starting without fans. 
And then he talked about like a special, you know, charity outing type game. I would say, I think we're awfully, not close, but I'm guessing, and I don't have, I'm just guessing with all, I I think this will start, uh, I think there will be some sort of charity game. He didn't float that by accident. Adam does, you know, they've thought about that. How do they get everyone, and can they get guys to do it? I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be uh, difficult, uh, but I think he can get it done. Um, and then I think that we will probably start without fans. Like, I think we're going to start without fans if we start, uh, in mid to late June, which is just a weird, but at least it's something because if you take, and the reason I say that is because if you take what Adam Silver said yesterday about, you know, he, he made a really brilliant comment that we've taken one basic health crisis, national health crisis, and we've actually turned it into another, uh, national crisis with employment and psyche and you know regular economic crisis etc and you know you could tell he really feels as though having some sort of game and entertainment out there is important for people and so if the first step he's talking about is trying to get you know 14 players together 20 players together and have some sort of charity game that everyone can go watch that's one thing the next angle if you if you the continuation of that logic if you believe that is that having games for us to watch, even if we're not attending them, is equally as important for the national psyche. So if that's, you know, if he believes what he just said there, which I'm certain he does, Adam's very uh, transparent and also very bright, then I think the next step in that process is pretty clear. The next step in that process is how do we get national entertainment, even if it means we're not doing it in our regular fashion. So uh, that was that was my take from listening to Adam with Rachel Nichols that I think, you know, if we're going to start mid-June or something, we're going to do it uh, in empty arenas. Uh, And I don't know how we do it, uh, if there's a radio call to that or not, or how it all works. All right, today's show uh, on a Thursday edition is brought to you uh, by my friends over at Sunprint Solutions. Sarah is doing great work over there. Uh, Sarah, local business owner, and they are still open, up, and running. And they're actually, I I was emailing back and forth with her uh, yesterday, pretty interesting actually. So they have uh, 88 employees. 20 of them can actually work remotely without. So they have 68 employees, and they're staggering the shifts day and night to space out between the hundred thousand square feet they have in their three separate buildings for Sunprint Solutions. So they're actually still able to go. They're fully functional. They're helping people print the necessary items to help their businesses running that and and it's going right now at full throttle. Uh, direct marketing, mail marketing right now is probably the best way your company can reach someone. They do all of that. This is not the time to stop marketing and print is an excellent way to advertise. They've recently printed a lot for restaurants who are letting people know they're open via whether it's Postmates or takeout delivery or something like that. They've also printed for mortgage companies letting them know that they can refi at a low interest rate. So they're focusing, they're printing, uh, they can do folding carton boxes, they can do flyers, they can do books, they can do brochures, they can do mailers, they can do folders, they can do everything. So they are rolling at full level. Sarah, it's pretty incredible what Sarah and the crew is doing. Actually, just email Sarah directly at sara at sunprintsolutions.com. That's sara at sunprintsolutions.com. You can call them at 801-978-5601. Local Utah company still keeping trying to keep the economy going doing their job and they've done it i love the innovative of great comp innovation of great companies right now 
100,000 square feet, three separate buildings, take 88 employees, move 20 of them to remote, get down to 68 employees, stagger them, keep your social distancing and keep the business rolling. Fabulous work. High five, but only a virtual high five, a social distancing high five to Sarah and the people over at Sunprint Solutions. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, let's get to some of your comments and your questions and... Uh, everything that you've got. Let me roll over to the chat room first uh, and then I'll go to uh, Instagram as well. Um, uh, Mike Shelley wants to be part of our live video. We'll do that one day. I'm hoping that George Niang or Joe Ingles on Instagram stops by and says they want to be part of our live video. I miss the guys. I miss talking to Donovan for a few minutes every day, just how it's going, his excitement about his shoe line. I miss, I miss some of the great basketball conversations I have with Rudy. It was just a like a complete student of the game uh, more than probably, you know, any of the other players I talk to most of the time uh, love talking to him about it. So uh, yeah, I miss, I miss, I've, I've actually talked to Quinn a bunch, but I miss basketball conversations with Quinn. Um, you know, I've talked to Vince Lagarz a little bit, talked to some of the coaches off to reach out to some of the other guys. Uh, but I, yeah, I miss everyone. Uh Miss Eric Waters, our trainer, stopping by during practice every day to say hi. It's part of a community, and it's you know, there's a it's interesting. I'm just kind of sharing. You guys are my therapy today a little bit. Uh, when a season ends, it's a staggering moment uh, every year. I think I've shared this with you before. I usually sleep for like 24 hours. It's it's a, it's a strange kind of you're on an adrenaline rush and it's over and you kind of crash, uh, and then you've had these people who I really care and like a great deal, whether it's Bowler and Thurl or or Kristen and Joe Kruger and Jeremy Brenner and Travis Henderson. I had a really you know deep interaction with Travis yesterday, so we're still staying in touch. But, um, you know, or, or whether it's some of the assistant coaches, Lamar Skeeter is just a wonderful guy with a great energy all the time. Or uh, some of the guys you don't know, the, the you know, Chris and, and Chuck and Connor and, and, and those guys in the, in the development program of the coaching staff. You're just used to seeing them and being around them. And so suddenly have it just ripped off, taken away. It's just super strange. And, uh, you know, and frankly, I, I, you know, I'll admit on the other side how much it just dominates your life. Like I, I, I don't have a lot of like other friendships to pick up on the run right now. Uh, I'm not great at that. During the season, I'm pretty much in my bubble. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, what? So uh, interesting. Anyway, uh, Joshua, thanks. Hello on Facebook. Aaron, hi on Facebook. Blake, hi on Facebook. Chris on YouTube. 
You bet. I love doing this. Thank you for tuning in. Don't thank me for doing this. Thank you for jumping in. Leon Periscope, I miss basketball, but I'm so glad you're still doing it. Thank you uh, as well. Uh, Quinn in, on Instagram says, usually our therapy is exit interviews with a team who don't have that grateful we have your show. Thank you. You know, I found last night, uh, I was going through some stuff. I'm actually going to do a feature for you guys. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be on my channels. I think it might be on the Utah Jazz channels. I'm going to do 41 Jazz wins and find two or three highlights from every win, put it together um, with my audio highlights from it on the play-by-play so that on, on various social channels we can relive the 41 Jazz wins. That'll take us eight, gives us eight weeks of, of fun for the next uh, 41 days if we launch that and have that rolling here. Um, never good while you're doing a live show and your financial advisor calls you in the middle of it like just happened right there. Ah, uh-oh, what's happened? Um, so we'll be doing that feat. I'll be building that feature for you. Hopefully it'll be on uh, Utah Jazz channels. It might be on some of my channels, so keep an eye out for that. But we'll, we'll have some fun with 41 Jazz wins so we can kind of relieve, relive each of those those great moments of the year. Uh, but, but what I was going to say, Quinn, is I just found all the preseason interviews I did with the guys. It might be interesting, now that we get to know them a little bit, for me to relaunch some of those. So I think I'll, I'll probably pull some of those back out, the get-to-know interviews that we did earlier this year, so we could re-listen to those. If Tell me if you think that's a good idea or not. Uh, on Periscope, hope you and your family are doing okay. I'm quarantined here in the Philippines. Glad to hear. Uh, Pialo, uh, I'd love to hear more. If you want to write up a little, what is it like in the Philippines, feel free to share with us. I'd love to look, know a little bit more uh, in that regard. I'm going to bounce from our chat room to our Instagram and, and back and forth. We seem to have a few hundred people tuning in. I'm flattered. Thank you very much. Uh, um, what's your preference? Straight to the playoffs or continue the season? So the tricky thing is you have about eight or nine teams that just don't have anything left to play for. And so are those guys going to be ready to go? Are they going to be any good in that 10 games? Are you just using them as fodder? Um, I think the fact of the matter is that the league needs the home games and and the regional television games and try to fulfill as many contracts as they can it's a huge financial hit frankly all of our workers would like to have those days of you know working in the arena um there's some value to actually having those games rather than just canceling 20 some odd games and 10 home dates you know 10 home dates doesn't sound like a lot but it's 25 percent of your revenue so of that revenue source so it's a lot it's one fourth right so uh, I think, you know, if 20 games, it's one twenty-five percent of your TV contract. I, I think there's something to that that we probably should be a little uh, understanding of. But, you know, and so if you can then play 20, I don't know if you can play, you play 10 of them. And so you cut that in half. Maybe that's worthwhile. Um, maybe that's, you know, that would be a thought I have for you. Um, so anyway, I, I that would be kind of my... My quick thought is, you know, and you also might need to get the players healthy and ready so that the playoff games are actually half decent uh, at things. Uh, Jeremy, are all the players, coaches, and media members on quarantine right now from Jeremy Tucker? So the rule that Angela Dunn uh, advised us when we came back was if you had had 10 to 15 minutes of contact within six feet of Donovan or Rudy that you needed to go into, into, cell, into quarantine, that's a long time. Like I don't actually spend 10 or 15 minutes uh, with uh, many of those people um, for that long a period of time. So while I think many of us, so by definition, I think there's very few people that actually have to be on quarantine. The flip side is I think most people are acting as though they're on quarantine, if that makes sense. 
um, just to be safe. And then today's the uh, kind of post one week. Next Wednesday would be our 14 days. Never knew 14 days could be so long. Amanda on Facebook. I miss the jazz game so much. I am with you. Isaac from Sweden. How are you on Facebook? Thanks for saying hi. I appreciate it. Veronica, uh, thank you for saying hi as well. We appreciate it. Um, Joshua McGrath. Yes, I am totally miserable because I can't ski. Um, no NBA is one thing. No skiing this time of year. While I wake up to uh, four or five inches on my deck is, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with that. Uh, Maribum. Do any of the players leave the market or are they all in Utah? So they've been freed to leave the market. I have not followed their social networking accounts particularly closely to know uh, what's going on and where they are. I heard that the way Donovan talked on the Jason, on the Josh Hart, not Jason, Josh Hart show the other day sounded like that he might, um, he might be uh, not uh, in, that he has left Utah. Um, I don't know about the other players. So, but I mean, we're like, it's an interesting question. Like, it doesn't sound like we're playing till June. So now you have individual workouts you can do at some point in the process. I don't know where those stand. I think some, I saw some leagues shut everything down recently or some team did. So I don't know who's where um, on that. Uh, Leela, I'm depressed and miss basketball. Scott Muir, uh, league pass is free until April 27. I can watch jazz replays. You can, and there's actually an old jazz Laker game that's in their classic games. Um, as I mentioned, Lockdown Podcast Network will be doing basketball night. We'll just do it like a live stream like this on Lockdown Live. We'll pull up the game and then I'll talk and hopefully have a special guest with me, either one of our local hosts or maybe somebody who played in the game or coached the game. And we'll do uh, a basketball nights coming up and so you can join in and, and join us on those uh, coming up here. Uh, did all the Jazz players end up staying in Utah after coming home from Oklahoma? Christopher Hill. I think we stayed for a little while, and the league rules at first was you had to check in every day and be in state. And then the league, when they, I think, realized the length of this is going to go on, released that. So now players can go where they want to. On Facebook, why is the Jazz organization not standing up for Rudy? And why are the teammates not standing up for him as well? well that is a big, loaded question. Let me try to get to it. Uh, coming up here in just a second. Uh, it's fair. I know it's been a number one talked about thing, so I'm glad someone brought it up. Uh, let's talk about it in a second. I do want to mention that Intercap Lending is still lending. Uh, I emailed with Brock uh, yesterday. Brock, uh, kind of biggest point was if you can take the time uh, to help out our community, that's really what matters to him most right now more than anything else. Um, anything we can do in that regard. Uh, he has his person. They've done great things with the kids and neighborhoods and backpack sales to start the year or backpack program to start the year. Um, he mentioned his two personal favorites from Intercap, our Boys and Girls Club and Road Home. Uh, so if you have time to help them out, Steve Carter is an Intercap or still doing work. And right now actually is a, you know, a half decent time on some of the interest rate things. And maybe you have time to get all your paperwork together. And this is, uh, you know, at home work and, and a little bit less of a time taken, you know, not commuting, I would say, um, is obviously opening up a lot of time for all of us. I find I'm still working, but I have just so much more time because I'm not driving to the arena or 
are doing those kind of things. So I get my two workouts in a day. Okay, so it's really one. But anyway, if you want to give Steve Carter a call, Intercap's been great to us. Make sure you tell him you're locked on jazz. That's 385-885-28. That's 385-885-28. Intercap Lending, NMLS number 190465. For more information, visit intercaplending.com. Uh, but again, uh, Brock's biggest message is encouraging people out to support the community. Uh, do what you can to donate to organizations uh, that are reaching those in immediate need right now. Uh, Boys and Girls Club and Road Home were two that Brock specifically mentioned. Uh, Brock, the president over at Intercap Lending. Hi, this is Nate Duncan from Locked On's Hollinger and Duncan podcast. Those of you who listen to our show know that I try to take a measured approach. I'm not prone to hyperbole. It really takes something special to get me excited. But with all that said, Theragun is simply one of the best products that I have ever used. I just turned 40. I've always loved to work out, to play basketball when it's safe. And as I got into my 30s, it just wasn't possible to do that anymore the way I wanted to because my body didn't feel right. And Theragun has helped me fix so many of the aches and pains. I tried everything, massages, chiropractors, this at-home device, handheld percussive therapy has worked better than any of those for me. And now the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor. It's so quiet. It's no louder than an electric toothbrush. And best of all, you can try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need starts at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on, the name of this network right now, and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. All right. So this is really a great question, and it's really complicated, and I've thought about it uh, a lot. So let's start with the first part of the question. Why are the Jazz as an organization not standing up for Rudy? And so that 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 message mantra is out there that the jazz organization's not doing that. Let let me ask you a question and and you know I'd be love if you're welcome to email me or what would have that been? So, I mean we sent out a release that said we hoped he was well and that we would support him. Um I I don't like I don't know what that next step that everyone's asking for should have been. So Rudy, unfortunately, made his own bed a little bit with what turned out to be, I think, generally irrelevant, but the little shenanigans at the optics on the shenanigans with the microphones was so bad. Like, he kind of made his own bed with that, unfortunately, right? Like, I'm not... That's just an unfortunate reality. The fact is, what really should be talked about that is the fact that the reporters were already six feet away. That was before that was a... Derek Cardinho and the Jazz staff had done that before that was established as a, as a league narrative. that they'd or- So if Rudy actually was infected with the virus on that date, which I don't think we actually know, um, you know, we just don't know. There's so many things we don't know here that I think it gets very difficult on how you're supposed to, quote, defend someone or stand up for someone when there's not any knowledge of what's really taking place. And if you're and when you're fighting net narratives that don't actually are based in something, I don't know what the organization was supposed to do in that regard. So if someone had that answer for me and had a really concrete thing, what they were supposed to do, then I could maybe understand that a little bit, but I don't know what that was. And I think that's what made this very, very difficult. Um, 
The second part of that, I actually think the narrative should be, look at what Derek Coutinho and his staff, and it was Frank Zhang is his supervisor, so I don't know who, you know, I don't want to like just be giving Derek credit, but that's one I deal with, is Rudy talked to the media on two occasions that day, both at six feet distance, right? So that's, like I actually walked with Rudy that day back into the, and had a conversation about the Rockets and this and that, a bunch of stuff in the NBA. Like Rudy watches the game. So like I, and probably didn't hit my 10 to 15 minutes and didn't, wasn't always within six feet. Um, but anyway, I think that there's, my point on that is I actually think the narrative should be like, which, you know, I understand why it's not, but wow, look at what the Jazz has already done. And frankly, that touching of those microphones didn't have an impact. But it's a, it, was, it wasn't a great look. So that defined so much of the conversation. Um, why are his teammates not standing up for him as well? Well, again, like, I guess what you're asking is like, should have every teammate tweeted out, I, I stand with Rudy? Well, I guess the implication if you stand, like, is that did Rudy do something wrong? There's a Woj tweet, which someone fed Woj that information, right? So Woj decided to be with no factual background other than what one person told him, or maybe two people told him, if he had multiple sources, he decided to be to emanate that, disseminate that information. Um, at some point now, if everyone's tweeting to that tweet, you're as a player, you're doing something no player's ever done, which is following a reporter's either in your mind false narrative or not. So, you know, Emmanuel Moutier the other day was quoted in saying, you know, he wasn't upset with him. We really haven't heard a lot from our other players. And certainly Donovan, you know, in his Good Morning America said it took him a while to cool down. Like, I think every now and then I got to remember they're 23. Like, I don't have any idea what happened here. Right? Like, I think that's what's really difficult here. We actually, it's easy to say, well, Rudy tested first, Donovan tested second. Okay, that's factual. Rudy gave it to Donovan. I don't know enough. I don't actually know enough. You have all these asymptomatic players like Kevin Durant and Christian Wood. And, well, I guess Wood was sick before the Philadelphia game and wasn't tested until later. Um, you have all these asymptomatic players. It means that I just don't have any understanding of what the timing on all of this stuff is. I just don't get it. I, I don't know enough. So if, if none of us know enough and none of us really know what's going on, very hard to do the standing up for aspect of things. That's my thought on it. it that, that's not very definitive. It's not very probably illuminating, but that's my thought. I know it's on top of everyone's mind. Um, <clears throat> you know, so uh, that, there, that, that I got for you. Uh, from Braden uh, on Instagram, how do you think the Jazz will do in the playoffs? Well, let's have the playoffs, right? It's interesting. Um, I think that when, if we do get back to basketball, it's going to be absolutely wild. Um to see, like, who's in shape, who's not. Does shooting, like, does shooting last? Does, like, what's the characteristics that stay with us? What are the characteristics that don't stay with us? Like, the way we were going to beat people was with incredible shooting. <clears throat> Frankly, our track record is that with any time off, we're not very good to start. Right? We didn't start the season great. We didn't come out of the break great. So that's a little dis- disconcerting, right? We're a rhythm team. We play with a bunch of systems. We do like, we're not just pure ISO. Is it pure ISO going to be better? I think that's legitimate. Uh, from Marin, wasn't Donovan sick a week or so before this whole thing? You know what? 
see, that's the whole thing. Like, I don't know. Like, in what's what's what, right? Like, I laughed when <clears throat> they started asking us in like, how do you feel? Like during the season, I feel sleep deprived with a sore throat and a headache most of the time. Right? Like that's actually just how I feel during the season. Like I feel unbelievable right now. Well, because I've had five days off. I've slept eight hours for five straight nights. I, I've worked out every day. I feel incredible. Like this is how I feel usually a week after the season's over. Like I have all sorts of energy. I am amazed. So like, I just have no idea. I, I'm just not going to be one who's going to sit here and speculate on these things. And frankly, I understand that people are frustrated and angry, but I think they're going to look back in retrospect and wish that they, that people didn't get frustrated and angry. And I, I think that I'm going to guess that in the long run, Woj is going to wish he could have that tweet back. And I'm going to wish a bunch, like, because we don't know, right? We just don't know on any of these things. Like the... Ottawa Senators have a player that has the virus and the Brooklyn Nets have four players that have the virus and they both played in the Staples Center in back-to-back nights. Those are just facts. Do they actually mean anything? I don't have any idea. And I don't think any of us have any idea. That's what's so scary about this, right? There was reports that you couldn't pass it if you were asymptomatic. And now that's changed. There are reports that it's airborne that like we just don't No, right? Like we were in New York. So that's a place that has just has it as kind of as early as anybody. Fascinating article in the Baltimore Sun, by the way, the other day on how your uh, longitude and latitude might be impacting cities and where they're getting it. Seattle, New York, some things like that. By the way, just side note. Um, So I just don't think we know on any of this. Connor, did you get some skiing in before the resorts closed? I was out Saturday. Um... I just had saliva fly and now very nervous about that. Um, that's probably gross and shouldn't have shared that. Uh, did, I got out Saturday. I uh, did not have any idea it was our last day. Uh, got the report during the day that the uh, guy at the Spur Bar and Grill got it and he was the doorman and said to everyone, wow, this could be our last ski day. So it wasn't stunning to me that that happened. Um, so... Um, Boombox animation. Absolutely nobody knows where and when they contact this virus. It's just as possible they got it separately from each other. I wish we would lose this stigma of who gave it to who. 100%. Because we don't know. We're doing the best we can. 100%. Beautifully said. Much better than I did. I could have done it half the time. Alex, if we're going to empty arenas, I feel that they should offer better ways to deliver to fans streaming. I I agree. Let me take it a step further, Alex. If what Adam Silver said yesterday is really the truthful point of view, that we have a kind of national uh, public interest to play these games and to be able to um, give people a step away and a respite and a relief, like that's what our big mantra is at the Lockdown Podcast Network, is for us to still be giving content so that you guys can have something that's not coronavirus news all the time. And so if you go on a walk or you get out or you work out or you run the treadmill, you're doing something other than though we're talking coronavirus most of the time, but this is our first time together. So, um, and we'll do some fun things. Don't worry. We'll do fun things. We'll go back in ages and you'll, we'll look up players and look at their box scores. We'll just, we'll do crazy basketball fun things. I promise. Um, so Alex, I agree with you. If that's actually what we believe, the reason for us to go out and play without fans is to do that, then I do think we need to make it more accessible. Um, but there's some contracts in that, you know, it's just, right, that's easy. Now deal with the contracts, right? The person who's paying a bunch of money for that probably doesn't agree. Um, 
Van James uh, Walther on Facebook says the same similar concept. Um, Joshua McGrath wants to know about the players who said that there are no fans that won't play. You know what? Like, I think that goes to the same. LeBron said that, right? LeBron said, I won't play if there's no fans. Um, you know, I think that kind of goes to the same thing that we're all going to feel on the front side of Rudy being the first one diagnosed and having the way everybody reacted to that. I think we're going to regret those comments. I think as time goes on, we're all going to not, you know, understand me uh, to this. Scott Hall with the best line of the day. Can you inv- introduce me to coronavirus instead of to Joe Ingles? I love it. Um, let's see. Um, Brandon Whiteside, did the season end or will they play the playoffs based on current records? If we go straight to current records, then I would agree that we that's probably what we do. Uh, Brian Thomas from, uh, Sherwood from Periscope. I miss you too. Thank you very much. Griffin from Twitch. Yo, yo to you too. Um, Michael Van Orden, is there going to be a riff in the jazz locker room going on and can it be repaired? You know, it's a narrative that like to some extent by answering your question, I'm buying into a narrative that's been built on something that I think doesn't have a lot of basis. And so I'm a little reluctant to start answering that question. Um, you know, I also don't, you know what, honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like was Rudy running around and doing all sorts of crazy stuff, right? Like, I don't know these things. So, and, and even if he did, we don't know that it, like, we just don't know. There's a lot of don't knows. And I generally think if there's don't knows, Time passes and we get back to, and, and we and they make progress, hopefully, right? We got young guys who this is a major life experience for that generation that they've never had before. They didn't have 9-11. They certainly didn't have World War II, nor did I, right? But like if there's these major moments in time, this one's really significant. We're going to look back at this like the 1918, you know, I think pandemic and like it's going to be a moment in our history books and we're all living it and we're all going to hopefully survive it in whatever way. And so as time goes on and I think the magnitude of it continues to grow because I don't think it's going to decrease. I think it's going to grow. I think those rifts and those things are going to seem frivolous and they're going to move forward, right? I think at some point we're all going to have somebody connected to us who, you know, we we have this experience and, and, sh- and, and, then, and those things are going to seem silly. But we were on the front end of it and by being on the front end of it, we got some really raw emotion that came out from from fans and national media before knowledge. And I think that's what that was. And so I think that goes away over time. I don't, but I don't, who, like, guys, can we talk pick and roll? I know pick and roll. Can we talk rotation on the backside defense? I know that. But I don't know this particularly well. Um, you know, I, I don't know a lot of that. Um... From Twitch, wondering if there's any way outside the area you can participate in the A Jazz replays. I don't know. It's a great question. Um, I'll I'll reach out to some people on that. Um, all right. From let's go back to the Philippines. Uh, Pialo said, "Hey, Olo, I think Manila's locked down. We're all quarantined. The city is set to end it on April 14th. Wow, it's long. It's a month. So, um, Philippines certainly love their basketball. The Jordan Clarkson story was great." Their league here has stopped, so we're very similar. I mean, the world's kind of in a unified element of things. Um, so, yeah, it's tough. All right, let me quickly run through. Um, we're late, and I, you know, we, we, we're going to have time. We, we don't need to do it all today. 
Could 12 in the zone do game audio while those games are going on? That would be cool too. That would be really cool. It's a great idea. That is a great idea from Twitch. Match the AT&T broadcast with a 1280 The Zone broadcast. I love that idea. Um, all right. I think we've hit a bunch of the issues. There's a million more questions. You guys are awesome. We have a massive audience. I thank you so much. This is Locked on Jazz today. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be continuing to do this. We'll continue to hang out. I'll try to run through some of the other questions and see. Uh, Thurl Bailey joins us next week on Locked on Jazz. Thanks for tuning in. Super appreciate it. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feet every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.